0: everyone welcome back to unapologetically you. This is new, your host here. And today I am finally sitting down to record the episode on my Florida coaching retreat. So I'm super excited to share with you guys some of the takeaways, some of the things that I enjoyed, right, some of the things I learned and just, you know, kind of give you guys a little insight on my experience so this will be definitely story style if you enjoy listening to me talk and my little stories then this is the podcast for you so yeah um let me see yeah so this retreat is um was in florida and it is my instructor uh, created it to be right in the middle. So we have two semesters in our Born to Coach Training Academy, an amazing program. I'm going to talk about it a little bit at the end and also share some details with you guys about my, that program. Um, but yeah, so semester one, we just finished. And so that is why we had the retreat in the middle before semester two started. And so we were able to, you know, meet all our classmates um, before we resumed and started semester two. So I loved it. I love being able to connect with people in person and really, you know, feel their energy and be in their energy uh, physically. So yeah, so the retreat was in July. So I'm recording this in August. uh, So last month. Um, and I flew down to Florida. We went to, our retreat is in Clearwater, uh, Florida. So I flew into Tampa, rented a car and drove over to the hotel. And what was amazing is that we each had our own room. So that was super exciting. Um, I got my own room and they had a kitchen, like a whole kitchen with a full size fridge. It also had living room a desk like a work desk and then you know my bed and uh even like a what do you call those things like like a mirror where you can do your makeup and stuff and get ready as you can tell I don't do much of that so i don't know what that that area is called but yes and then we, i had also a really nice sized bathroom and so that was amazing i always appreciate myself a little nice hotel room so that was super nice because after a long flight whew, you want to have a nice room to um lay down in so yeah i got in on thursday around 3 30 ish 4 and then um, when I got to the hotel it was about it was already like five or s- almost six I believe met up with my classmates and there were three of them that got there first and yeah we started chatting and it was so nice because you know I love small groups and it really allowed me um, you know had to have a chance to talk to them one-on-one or just in like you know, a small group. There's only four of us. And yeah, we chatted. And then we waited for our last classmate who was coming um, before we went out to dinner together. So we chatted and waited for our last classmate. And when she got there, then we all walked over to have some dinner. And oh my God, it it was pretty humid. (laughs) Not gonna lie. It wasn't like super, super like hot degrees wise. It was like I think 90 or no, I think maybe 80, 80 something, high 80s, um, but it was also humid. So that made it feel a lot more hot than it was, <clears throat> you know, than the actual uh, Fahrenheit. But yeah, we walked over and we had uh, dinner over at this nice place. We were, uh, we sat on the second floor and it was overlooking the beach and the sun was setting and oh it was such so, so gorgeous so yeah it's amazing plus the company was so amazing like i loved chatting with the girls and we all just shared stories on how we found and came to this this uh program right how we found our instructor her name's Krista how we found her and why we decided to join uh, this program this uh, coach training and it was so nice to hear everyone's story and just see how we all come from different very different backgrounds and you know different places in our lives and like geologically very different places as well geologically geographically excuse me my english um but yeah and then but we all were attracted to Krista in our own unique way so I thought that was very beautiful and yeah after that we were like all really tired right after a whole day of um traveling so we all went back to our rooms and that was the first night so uh, the next morning our retreat starts at started at nine so we wanted to get there early and you know um make sure we didn't get stuck in traffic so we actually got there about 20 minutes early and yeah luckily our teacher was um you know nice and she let us in and you know even though we were a little early she was still setting up but yeah we finally got to meet our instructor Krista and it, uh, the retreat center was at her parents' uh, home. Uh, such a beautiful mansion, beautiful home with a pool and a view. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted uh, the pictures and some videos. So uh, if you are interested to see what that looks like, you can go head on over to my Instagram at Vane, And you can see um, I made I think one or two reels about it. So, yeah. Um but yeah. So, we got in and then we were preparing. Um we were supposed to do yoga in the morning, but oh boy, it was so hot. So, we decided to do our intention setting ceremony first. So, that was what we started off with and we all sat around in a little circle and um Krista had um, prepared some gifts for us, some uh, like the schedule so we know what's going on. And then um, we she shared with us, you know, some things that would help us make the most out of the retreat. And so I wrote some of the things down such as um, challenge yourself, listen to your mind, body and energy. So really take care of yourself, uh, really be an advocate for your needs, Um, that it's okay to cry, because sometimes, you know, things come up during these retreats, to look out for one another, to be inclusive of everyone, and to explain and not complain, to really communicate, and to arrive on time, which we did amazing at, we were early, and take lots of photos and videos and be, um, be really present. So I love that we spent some time just, you know, Talking about the ground expectations and rules and just intentions. And so we also uh, wrote down our own intention for the retreat. And so I'm going to read you some of my intentions. The first one that I wrote down is that I wanted to get to know my classmates on a deeper level. I want to connect with them. And I also want to be open to what the universe brings my way during that retreat I wanted to gain more clarity around what I'm called to, oh no, not what I'm called, who I'm called to serve and in what ways. I also wanted to release any blocks or limiting beliefs around me not making a lot of money as a coach. And the last intention I put down is to just have fun, you know, just be present and have fun. And then uh, we wrote down one new result or way of being that we want to walk away with from this retreat and so what I wrote down for that was I want to have more trust in my calling as a coach um, and believing that the universe has a plan for me and that I just need to trust myself my decisions and my intuition so that's what I wrote down for that section and yeah, and then after we set intentions, we did an icebreaker. We did our yoga and meditation inside for an hour, and uh oh, so relaxing, so amazing. And and then at the end, Krista, my instructor, did a little bit of Reiki healing for us during our Shavasana pose at the end, and it was really nice because. um she came around and touched me on my shoulders and really like helped like push it down towards the earth. And to me, that was really helpful because um, I feel like I had a lot of tension um, and I carry a lot of responsibility around. And that really was what made um, my shoulders kind of like so tense. So when she touched my shoulders, I automatically noticed how tense they were. And so I like released it and like I breathed and I even got a little emotional um, during that. So that was interesting. Definitely like some energy was moving there. So I was really grateful for that. And then we ordered lunch. Um, we were ordering from a place called Fresca Verde or something like that. Um, a healthy lunch place. Is super good. Um, yeah, so um, after we ordered our lunch, we did our first workshop, which is a being board. So it's basically kind of like a vision board, but a board of who we want to become, what we want to embody, who we want to be. Right. So we were uh, we had to choose five words that we want to start embodying and moving forward, and I chose alignment, adventure, self-expression, especially um, more singing and more dancing and the way I, uh, my fashion, right? Um, So that was for self-expression and then wealth and gratitude. So we spent a good amount of time working on our boards. Uh, We got, you know, magazines and we were able to create our boards and then we shared our boards and then we had lunch, and it was really exciting because during lunch we played a game called We're Really Not Strangers, or no, We're Not Really Strangers. And it, I've, I've heard of this game, but I've never played it before, so it was super exciting. Um, we did level one first, and I got the question of my definition of success, right? And then the second. Round my I got a wild card and it actually wanted me to sing the chorus of my favorite song and that was wild because I just got finished sharing with my vision board with my classmates that I wanted to be more self-expressive especially through my dancing and my singing and then here I have this card this wild card that like the universe is like inviting me to start like today, right there and then, so it was really hard, and it was really challenging, but i my classmates were so supportive and encouraging, and so I um did sing eventually. I was facing the window, though I couldn't not sing in front of them like baby steps, right, Baby steps, and so I faced the window, faced the ocean, and then I sang uh, a little a cor- the chorus of winter Love by Boa. Um, it's always been one of my favorite songs. It's a Japanese song, so yeah. And of course, my classmates were so supportive, and they said they loved it. And yeah, it felt really good. So I'm really proud of myself for that. And then the um, the, when when you pull a wild card, it doesn't count, right? So you have to pull another card to go for that round. So I pulled a card. It asked me what my perfect day was like. So I really walked you know, my classmates through what my perfect day was. And then, and then we had a break after lunch. So we swam for about an hour and a half. But unfortunately, the pool was like 90 degrees because their pool cooler was a broken. I mean, it's it's so wild because usually people have pool warmers and not pool coolers, but I guess not, not in Florida. So um yeah but we still swam anyway and we had lots of fun and I practiced my treading water because I did I can I can like swim I can move from one spot to the next but I can't tread water yet so I was practicing that and just chatting with the girls and then after that it was my human design workshop so I got ready and, you know, did my whole human design workshop. And it's so nice because it was such a small group and I was comfortable with them and I was able to really customize the uh presentation, the workshop um for the four girls that were there. And we had my um other classmates join virtually too. So the two of them were able to join virtually. So that was so sweet of them as well. It's nice to see them um via Zoom. And yeah, after the human design workshop, we uh, did the cacao uh, cacao and sound bath ceremony. Oh, wow. I just can't tell you. This was like probably one of my favorite um, parts of the whole retreat altogether. Because I've always wanted to experience a sound bath in person. Okay. So um, we were able to do that and um i also try raw cacao like both of these things this is my first time so i was super excited like in my human design i have um i have this gate um i believe it is gate. yes i have gate 41 which is the gate of like new experiences like always it's called the gate of contraction i believe but it what it means is i'm always looking for new experiences i'm really lit up by uh, new experiences and that's like totally on point because the cacao was new and the sound bath was new and i was just in heaven so yeah so the cacao ceremony went amazing and um i think i'm going to um share just a few things that came up for me during the cacao ceremony um so let me see i wrote down that i was burping and the thing is before we did the cacao ceremony um Krista told us not to eat an hour to an hour and a half before right because you want to do it on an empty stomach so um I was surprised that I was burping um so there was some definitely some energy that was being moved and so that was one thing and then my right hand I had my both of my hands like on my tummy and my right hand started getting numb um not the whole arm just the hand and so um, that was interesting as well. Um, and I had no visions. Like I usually envy other people who like when they close their eyes, they can vision to have they have visions where they can like visualize really well. And I know that well, after this retreat, um I, I know that intuition comes to people in different ways, in different um yeah, in different ways, but um I guess I'm, I was a little bit hard on myself to because I was um, kind of sad that I don't really see things um, and I always envy people who did so um, no visions for me um, but I did notice that my mind was really racing and at the beginning of the sound baths the instructor does uh, the the lady who was leading the sound bath did tell us to like set intentions and what I really this intention I set is, um, that I wanted to let go of whatever I need to let go of. I was really open to the universe, um, showing me what I need to let go of and um, helping me be open to um, what is next for me. So um, I noticed my mind racing right away. And so I was like, oh, like I was trying to make sense of it, right? I was like, oh, um, maybe I need to let go of thinking so much. And I totally agree with that. Um, letting go of thinking too much thinking and functioning from the mind Um, even though I teach human design like they said we teach what we need to learn (laughs) so dropping from the mind to the body is always a lifelong journey um, for me and still a journey for me you know so I never want you guys to think that I am perfect and I have um you know lived i that that i lived totally from my body only you know the mind's still there and it will always be there cuz it has a function all right i'm not going to get too out of off topic um but yeah my mind was jumping from thought to thought and then eventually i've just followed the thought i just allowed it to happen and i just leaned into whatever was happening instead of fighting it and i think that's a really big um realization for me is that like a lot of times when I think of things or when I experience things, I tend to judge myself for it. And during this sound breath, I just really, uh, got called to lean into whatever was happening. And eventually I was so relaxed at the end of it because I wasn't fighting anymore. I wasn't using energy to fight whatever was happening, whether it was in my mind or my, um, body. So that was amazing. And yeah, the whole sound bath was just so relaxing. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I asked the universe for what I needed and it was just relaxing and healing. And so in my, the way I saw it was that what I really needed was just to relax, to just let go and be, you know, like relaxed and yeah, trust. And so I I thought that was really beautiful Um, the universe wanted to show me that I need rest. Very simple, but very profound because it's like, yes, a lot of the times, the things that we need to learn that will help us the most are simple things. Okay. So yeah. So after the amazing sound bath, um, we were all really like, um, you know, in our own energies and our own emotions. So my instructor told us to really journal and take 10 minutes to 10 minutes to ourself while she prepared dinner and so she did that and I pulled a card for myself um from the uh orgo orgo deck card that my teacher gave us and I pulled the card you're not for everyone and I kid you not at first I was offended I was like what I'm not for everyone like no, like, I want to be for everyone. And I I caught myself because I was like, Oh, I really do need this card. I really do need to let go of this idea that I need to serve everyone, I need to be for everyone. And I keep bringing this up. But it's funny, because in human design, this is exactly what we teach not to do. (laughs) We teach that you are not for everyone. And yet, my logical mind and my um, conditioned mind is always trying to be there for everyone, trying to be the person for everyone. So that was a really powerful card. And it was during this weekend that I really started believing and really seeing the power of Oracle cards. Um, So I have one right now and I you know, whenever I need some guidance or just need some grounding, oh, I love pulling a, a card. So if you have not experienced uh, pulling cards or oracle cards, or, or, um, I didn't do any tarot, but I did uh, oracle cards. It's amazing. Um, I really believe that that's how spirit, the universe, kind of uh, communicates with me. So it's amazing. Um, so it's just putting it out there. And so yeah um the card really said embrace your uniqueness your weirdness let the world see who you really are and own all parts of you so that um when the same kind of weird right quote unquote weird crosses my path they can recognize me right if you are putting up a front then when you meet people who are your aligned people, who are your soul friends, soul clients, they won't recognize you because you have a mask on. So I just love how beautiful this card, the message that is here is that be who you are so that when you meet your people, they will recognize you, right? So you're doing yourself a disservice by putting on all these masks, all these things that are not you and you could be going through life um, and making it so hard for the people who you are here to um, impact you are here to affect you are here to be around to make a change you know they're not going to recognize you so I just thought that was so beautiful and that was so powerful and that really like you know shook me back into reality of like yeah like I I love being me and I love just having certain people really be in my reality in my Um, energy in my world because i know realistically i cannot and i will not be for everyone so yeah um (laughs) that is that and then we had um, dinner an amazing dinner home-cooked dinner had an amazing uh, chia seed pudding for dessert so amazing and then we sat around in a fire circle and we You know, set intentions, not set intentions, we wrote down what you wanted to release and then we shared it and then we burned it. Well, some of us did. I burned mine because I, um, you know, liked the symbolism of it. So yeah, I burned mine and I also, that was the first time ever that I wrote down and shared out loud that I am going to be a six figure coach. Yes, it was even hard. It was hard for me to even write that down because it's so scary, right? I am I just started my business this year, um, started coaching, you know, in st- still in coaching school and learning every day and just to write down like my big dream, my big goal, like that's so scary that I don't know even how it's going to happen, but I wrote it down. I put it out in the universe that I... I'm going to become a six-figure coach and I'm really ready to start embodying that identity and really figuring out and uh, creating and you know really piecing together what kind of six-figure coach I want to be because six-figure coach is very general. (laughs) You can do things in very different ways to get to that six-figure mark. So um, with that being said, I did write that down and I spoke it and to the universe and I told it to my classmates and they all were like so supportive and it was amazing it's just so amazing to be around people who see the potential and who just support you unconditionally and like want to see you succeed it's so beautiful like I never had that growing up so being around the right people is now like I now have so much so many evidence of how that is so powerful and so true that the people you surround yourself matters so so much. So that is the end of day 1. We went back and we really all like we're so depleted, so tired. It was like a 12 plus hour day. So we all went to our room and you know slept and um got ready for the next day. So day 2 is a shorter day. And it started off with an icebreaker. Um, we did a laughing game. And I, I love this game. I've heard of similar games. But this is the one where you uh, we go around and we share one of our biggest fears. And then we all laugh about it. So it's really um, trying to associate that fear with, with a, different, um, a different emotion, right? So we say something that's so fearful for us. But we are trying to rewire and interrupt that pattern um, of our brain going to, uh, associating that fear with something negative. So we, instead of, um, associating with something negative, we laugh at, at it, at the high, at, at the, uh, fear. So that was an interesting and very, um, healing game. And I think you can do that, you know, with yourself, um, just by yourself as well. I think it's just as powerful and then it was time for the intuition workshop by my peer, um, Yvonne. And so I was super excited because, you know, I've, I always want to tune into my um, intuition and, re- and connect with it and really just build a closer connection and relationship with my intuition. So I was really excited for this uh, workshop. And it was cool because this workshop, we brought in a personal item. Um, that we keep around ourselves and we put it in envelopes, right? So we put it in an envelope and then we did a meditation, a grounding meditation, and she gave us um, our own grounding rock. And I actually have my rock on my desk right now and I always keep it here and it really helps me. Um, mine is a hematite and I just really grew to like it. It's so soft and smooth and like grounding because it's a dark, gray color and I just hold it in my hand whenever I want to ground myself because um I held this while we did the grounding meditation so whenever I hold it again it like is like an anchor um to help me visualize and root back down to like the um the earth and the roots of the tree and really grounding myself so I love it and so yeah this is my little hematite uh, grounding crystal um anyways Um, Yeah, so after we did the grounding meditation, we picked an envelope like blindly and then we were supposed to put our hands over the envelope and just feel the energy of this item and see what comes to us intuitively. And so for me, I was so scared, (laughs) not scared, but like I was nervous because I guess I don't really have trust that I'll see anything or feel anything because sometimes I think that my mind is just making things up. And so I was a little bit nervous that I would not see anything or feel anything, but I did. And I was skeptical though. Like when I saw visions of a diamond like over and over again, and I was so confused. Like why? Why a diamond, right? Uh, The shape diamond, like a diamond shape. And then I felt, uh, I saw like orange and yellow, and then I felt like happy, like I felt emotions on the emotion was happy you know happy emotions and then um I was just that that was about it and then we were asked to take the item out of the envelope and I did not know so I looked at my item but um you're not supposed to so I looked at my item and it was it was a ring and I was like so like pleasantly surprised I was like Oh, so that's why I saw a diamond shape because it's a ring had that had you know lots of diamonds on them. And so I was like so proud of myself. <laughs> but yeah. Um but I held the ring in my you know in my palm still and I just like you know, listened to it more and like tried to feel into what other things I could sense from it. And then I sensed like a heartbeat. Um, like, so I, like I translated that to being like life, like I felt life from there. And then it was so interesting. All of a sudden I felt a wave of sadness come over me, um, that was coming from the ring or, you know, to me, I don't really know where it was coming from. But again, I was like, okay, am I just feeling other people's emotions right now? Or is it really my intuition? Right? So that was all the messages I got from the item. And then we went around we shared what we saw and we guessed who the item belonged to. And I guessed right, you know. And granted, I was one of the like uh, second to last ones. So I, c- I kind of narrowed down whose it was. So I had a little help there. But I was still very proud of myself and my intuition. Um, And now I know that I tend to question my intuition. So that's, you know, I learned that from that um from that workshop because a lot of things were coming to me but yet I used my logical mind to question everything and I didn't really trust myself so that was something that I definitely got from that workshop and I will work I've been working on it ever since then and yeah I'm excited to see what comes through and how much more um deeper I can connect with my intuition and I love what Yvonne said about intuition being uh, a muscle that we can really practice and um strengthen uh that gave me just so much um hope <laughs> so much hope in my my intuition and me listening to my intuition and like for for the, my intuition to be louder and more reliable so i love that so yeah and then we also did a mirror work um workshop and Um, I'm very familiar with mirror work so it was really you know not too hard and I also have a mirror work a module lesson in about all about mirror work in my self-love journey online course so just in case you did not know um, yeah so I think yeah and then after that we just had lunch and then um we went back to our hotel and we hung out and then um for dinner we met up with my teacher Krista and then we went out for dinner and we you know talked during dinner and just really celebrated the whole retreat and that was really it um so that was my Florida coaching retreat in a nutshell um it was so nice like I just feel like this summer, even though it was really busy, so many nice things happened, so many people that I met, so many relationships that I've formed, and I just feel very um, blessed, very grateful for all the people and all the lessons that I've been learning. And if you know me, you know I'm a growth and evolution junkie, so I just love learning and love growing. And I also love sharing with you guys, so... Um yeah, I think that is everything I want to share. Um, in terms of the retreat, but I do want to mention that cause I said earlier in the podcast that I want to talk about a little bit about my coaching program. And yeah, it is called the Born to Coach Train uh Born to Coach Academy and it is seven months. Um and it is I see like if you take this certification, if you're thinking about being a life coach. Uh, you can take the certification and be certified through the born to train, born to to train. Oh, I can't, I can't speak. Born to coach training academy. Um, You can be certified through her. And then you can also apply to be certified um, at the more like federal level. There's this um, federation called the International Coaching Federation and you can apply there to become certified by them to be a life coach as well. So um but yeah uh this training this Born to Coach uh Academy by Krista is an amazing program. I tried to do life coaching on my own at the beginning and I was struggling I because I've never known a life coach. I've never done life coaching. I don't know how to run a life coaching business, let alone what happens in a life coaching session. And so I was trying to do it on my own due to financial circumstances. But once I got into the academy and I learned, I like my world just turned upside down. Like, so many things opened up for me. I learned so many things and I see coaching now in such a different lens and just the way Krista like just runs her program and her groups and all the intention and love and dedication she puts into making the space just so safe, so welcoming, so challenging as well. Um but it's just so infused with love and attention and care. So um I've just had such an amazing time and I still am and we're halfway through. So um yeah, I just wanted to really share my experience um in that uh certification and I'm super proud of all the things that I've learned and I love love all the students in there. And just a small group, if you are into small groups and you want to really be seen for who you are and really be able to have your voice heard and feel really connected to the other students, oh, this, this is like perfect because um, Krista only accepts 12 people per cohort. So it's such a small intimate group. And my group is actually only eight people because a few students had to drop out due to personal life circumstances. Um, but when you drop out, if you can't, um, uh, do it due to, um, personal reasons, you can always postpone it and start it, you know, and join the next upcoming semesters cohort. So that's also really amazing. So yeah, if you uh, are interested, definitely reach out to me and ask me any questions you have about the program. If you are thinking of becoming a life coach and you are looking for a certification, um, if not. That's totally cool too, but I'm going to leave, um, my teacher's link in the show notes so that you can check it out if you are interested. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and for staying until the end. You are a rock star and yeah, I'm not quite sure what the next episode is going to be on, but whatever inspires me, whatever I'm called to record on um i would do so but i hope you have an amazing rest of your morning afternoon evening night whatever it is and as always follow your energy and that will really help you create and live your best life so until next time see ya